This episode of Weird is brought to you by Studio Headphones and Earbuds. Don't be fooled into buying a subpar set of headphones just because your favorite athlete or pop star wears them. They get paid to wear them. If you want superior sound quality at a fraction of the cost of those trendy headphones, visit www.studio.com, that's S-U-D-I-O.com, and enter the promo code WEIRD at the checkout. That'll save you an additional 15% off the already low prices. Studio.com and promo code WEIRD. Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, WEIRD. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. Look. It's every time. Every time we play Mark Patch's beautiful opening theme song, you pick up your phone like you're about to send a text. I was going to send Mark a text and tell him how awesome his song was. That's, that's not true. You don't know that. I do know you that. You know my life? I, I, well, I don't. I was actually, uh, you were giving me this filthy look and I was like, I what? was not. It you, wasn't a filthy look. Maybe it's just your normal look. <laughs> hey, this is episode 156 of Weird. 156. And I'm Craig. 44 away from the big 200. My name's Aaron. I'm Doug. And, uh, I don't know why I threw Doug in there like that. You know, really, honestly, nobody yeah. likes Doug. I do. Yeah. I like everybody, though. Yeah, but... You, you know, know, except, well, most Doug. everybody. Doug. Doug. <laughs> Got my burrito. I like Doug. So, um, we're sitting here, Studio B. Studio 2. 2, yep. two B, whatever. 2B or not. Yep, Studio 2. two. And at the Lee Berry Studios on a on a partially dry day. It's been nothing but raining lately. Windy. Today has been so windy. Windy. And it's been rainy nonstop. Yes. And now it's actually we got a break from it. But I hear it might get cold again. Well, whatever. I'm prepared for that. You know what's also cold? What? Dairy Queen. Oh, I'm prepared for that too. You're always prepared for Dairy Queen. Always. You had a dilly bar this week. No, I had a buster bar. A buster oh, bar. Oh no, I, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but you had and both. I also had a dilly bar because I, yeah. I did the I did the uh, the survey on the receipt. So good. Those dilly and bars. I got a butterscotch one. Remember, I used to go buy them by the box and keep them in the freezer. They were asking about you. Yeah, I need to get back. They by said there. they've ordered too many. Apparently, you're not buying. Them. <laughs> Give me a discount. I had a buster bar, and I'm not ashamed. It, they're so good. You can't beat a Buster Bar. It's like a peanut buster parfait to go. On a stick. On a stick. It is a peanut buster parfait on a stick. When, when will Dairy Queen wise up and sponsor this show? You know. We we work for Buster Bars. Heck yes, we, we will. We literally would. They could give us a case of Buster Bars and we'd be happy. Maybe I'll send this episode straight to their office. I dare you. I'll send the sound clip. I dare you. Because number one. Look at me. <laughs> I am looking at you. I dare you. I'll do it. I'll do it. I dare you. My three favorite desserts of all time can ice be cream, found ice under cream, ice cream. that red, beautiful roof at our local I don't Dairy think Queen. The roof is red. Yeah, it is. They got big red spoons on the door. I'll tell you what. A blizzard. Uh-huh. Oh, number one. Their pizzas are good too. Pizzas? Yeah, they got ice cream pizzas. Oh, yeah, ice cream pizzas are good. Yeah. Okay. They got pepperoni pizza. Come on. <laughs> you said it. You said pizza. All right, blizzards is number one. And and number two, Buster Bars. Mm-hmm. Number three, Peanut Buster Parfaits. Peanut Buster Parfait is the classic. Number four, Dilly Bars. I could live on Dilly. You could also keep going and you go through the entire menu. <laughs> well, I love it. I love everything Dairy Queen has to offer. I dare you to send this to them. Anyway, you got tonight's I top story. You. My stomach's starting to growl. I dare you. 
I'm doing it. I'll send it to him. You watch me. Help. <laughs> Top story. World's oldest message in a bottle found by Beachwalker in Australia. Well, and I've got a big issue with this story. Big issue with you. The headline makes it sound all mysterious. But as you read the story, I think my issue will become clear. The world's oldest message in a bottle has been found on a beach in Western Australia by Australia, a couple mate. who thought it might look good on a bookshelf. It was a pretty good looking bottle. Tanya Illman found the 132-year-old gin bottle in the dunes in the dunes near Wedge Island. You know Wedgie Island? Wedgie Island. Wedgie I hate Island that place. in January. Her husband, Kim Jong-un, <laughs> no, told... No, that's not his name. Oh, I'm sorry. Her husband, Kim Illman, <laughs> I told... I hope he gets better. <laughs> ...told Guardian Australia... Go over there and tell the Guardian. Hey, Mr. Illman. Hey, Mr. Guardian. What's a Guardian Australia? Is a newspaper? She initially thought it was rubbish, uh, but picked it up because it uh, had a distinct raised lettering and would be uh, would be, be right at, at home, home on, on their bookshelf. Yeah, it'd be right at home there. Inside, she found a roll of paper printed in German and dated the 12th of June, 1886, which was authenticated by the Western Australian Museum. Yep. They're the only people in the world. Yep. That can uh, uh, can verify the date of a German bottle they with said, a letter in it. They say, yep, that's a German writing. Yeah, well, that's that, not a bottle. That date is actually 12th of June, 1886. We authenticate it. How did you do that? He says right there on the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I'm an expert. <laughs> it was an absolute fluke. Stop right there. You know what the word fluke means? This is something I learned on Word of the Day. Uh, do I get to guess? Yeah, yeah, guess. Uh, I can't. I can't. My iPad's offline. <laughs> <laughs> Fluke is what they used to call a flask. They used to make glass flasks for liquor. Say that fast. Glass flasks. But if it came out deformed, they threw it in a pile and they called it a fluke instead of a flask. So the flukes, if they were usable, they would sell cheaper. You could buy a fluke, but it's a mistake. Who says you don't learn when you listen to this podcast? Word of the day: wow. fluke. It was an absolute fluke. Fluke. I don't think you'd say it like that. It won't get better, any better than this, says husband Kim Jong-un. Uh, you got nothing to say, huh? Just look at your, your watch. What do you do? You got to be somewhere? <laughs> Looking at your watch? I got a message. It was an absolute fluke. And it fluke. wasn't in a bottle. It won't get better than this, said husband Kim Elman. The bottle had been thrown overboard from the German sailing ship Paula in 1886 as it crossed the Indian Ocean, 950 kilometers from the Australian coast, according to Ross Anderson, the museum's assistant curator of maritime archaeology. That's a mouthful. That's also not a message in a bottle. That's a test. And that makes me angry. It's a test? Because we had a story last year. A message in the bottle found, like, I think somebody found it in Florida. It had floated like 40 miles or something. But remember the sesh? Yeah. yeah. Much, much love. Much, much, much love to the sesh. That was a message in a bottle. Why? Well, I haven't gotten to the point. Oh, that, go ahead. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about at this point. I'm sorry. Um, at the time, German ships were conducting a 69-year experiment that involved throwing thousands of bottles into the sea to track ocean currents. You know, maybe if you're going to butt in on a story, you wait till I get to the sentence that I'm explains sorry. what you're talking about. <laughs> My bad. So let's try this again. <laughs> wow, Aaron, look, that doesn't sound like a message at all. This That's seems like a 69-year si experiment that involved throwing thousands of bottles into the sea to track ocean currents. It was a test. Thank you. That's when you would have said that. What they found was an old bottle. Okay. And it was nice. And it did have an, uh, a piece of paper in it, but it wasn't a, a piece message. Of paper. 
Each message was marked with the ship's coordinates, the date, and the time, and I'm sorry, the name of the ship, which Anderson used to verify the message. Details from the Illman's message matched Paula Abdul's maritime records. <laughs> it's not it. That's not Paula Abdul's. And it was her ship. And Anderson also, that was Anderson Cooper, also compared handwriting samples with Captain's entries in Paula's meteorological journal. Incredibly, there was an entry for June 12th, 1886, made by the captain, recording a drift bottle having been thrown overboard, uh, Anderson said. His finding was confirmed by experts at the German Naval Observatory. The previous search for oldest message in a bottle was 108 years. Kim yes. Illman said that after bringing it home, the damp and ancient paper was put in the oven where it caught the entire house on fire. <laughs> No, it was put in there for five minutes to dry out the house. Why, you, why would you do that? Why would you put it in the oven to dry it out? I don't know. Use a hairdryer. Uh, That's dangerous. What if it was on flash paper? It <laughs> <laughs> <just> disappeared. <laughs> and the bottle did too. Yeah. He added, I have a basic understanding of German, and it said, it, uh, it said it's... What? I have a basic understanding of German, and it said, could the finder please plot the coordinates... <laughs> It was found, and the date it was found, and send it back. P.S. Send it back. P.S. Are your papers in order? Let me see your papers. Wait, how do you send it back? Throw it back in the ocean and you hope do. you get a good current? <laughs> no, I think there was an address on it you're supposed to send it to. In the ocean? Not in the ocean. That's weird. It's that's well, weird. That's why it's on here. Uh, of the thousands of jettisoned, of the thousands of them that were jettisoned, 662 other messages from the same German experiment have been found and returned before the latest discovery. The most recent was found in 1934. So that's an interesting story. Sounds like a really bad plan on the Germans' part. It does. Yeah. Those Germans. Now, now what do we do? <laughs> we wait for the bottles to come back. Somebody get the Moose's Grill. <laughs> get the Moose. That's Russians. Oh, I'm sorry. It sure is. Headline is, man calls 911 about clam, clam chowder, Craig. Four times. I like New England clam chowder. <laughs> four I don't eat clam chowder. A man arrested Monday is accused of calling 911 four times to complain about someone throwing his clam chowder into a dumpster. And then once more to Must complain. Really bad clam chowder. <laughs> once more to complain about being given a misdemeanor summons for misusing the knife. He called nine one one because he got a ticket for calling nine one one with a non emergency. Wow. So ye, so ye, so ye, so ye, age seventy of Main Street was issued a misdemeanor summons for a misuse of a nine one one system. Police said ye called nine one one four separate times Monday. Did not report any type of emergency during these calls. You come here now. My clam chowder and dumpster. Instead, yelling and screaming that someone had thrown his clam chowder into a dumpster. Well, and that, that's thievery, I guess. I was eating clam chowder. How did they get close enough to his clam chowder to take it? You don't touch that clam chowder. <laughs> Police said Yee admitted there was no emergency at his home, but called 911 because he had no other number to contact police. That's reasonable. <laughs> he was released on a promise to appear in court on March 12th. An hour later, just an hour later, dispatch reported they received another 911 call from Yee. During this 911 call, Yee allegedly did not report any sort of emergency. Instead, he complained to the dispatcher he had received a summons for misusing the 911 system. I just miss you. <laughs> I want to talk. No, I don't miss you. I misused. I misused. Oh, I see. <laughs> he was arrested and advised that he would be taken into police custody. However, when officers repeated... Now, ye, we're going to put the handcuffs on you. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye. 
<laughs> wrong with you? Said he did not need any sort of medical or police assistance. <laughs> no, it's where, where is she? Hear ye? <laughs> hear ye? Hear ye? Hear ye? He right here. He then began to angry. He's on the phone. <laughs> Hello? Hear ye? 911. Who this? 911. I got to go you here now. Hello, who this? Hear ye? <laughs> Ooh, he then began to angrily complain about being issued a misdemeanor. Some NG was arrested and advised he would be taken into police custody. However, when officers repeatedly asked him to get out of bed, he refused. No. I don't get out of bed. You can't make me wear my clam chowder. <laughs> Who thought away? So anyway, as I said earlier, he uh, he did uh, sign a release uh, to appear in court march 12th which is just next week that's just gold isn't that awesome awesome <laughs> hey yeah this just in what do you got flippy the burger flipping robot is now cooking at the Caliburger fast food chain i welcome these new employees to the fast food the industry. new robot hamburger making robot overlords pretty soon we're gonna go in we're gonna punch what we want we're gonna swipe hey and then robots are going to deliver our deliciously perfectly made food, and they're not going to be complaining about wanting fifteen bucks an hour That's to true. do it. But I, I read something before I, you know, came over to the Lee Bear Studios that I did not know about. Okay, you know about the, you know, autonomous cars. You know, you got like uh, Google's got cars. Yes, and then you got the yeah. Google said we got cars. Yes, we do. We got cars. How about you? Yeah, Tesla's got. Uh, the car that can drive itself. Absolutely. Apparently, this is already happening around San Francisco. I guess Northern California tractor trailers oh gosh with no drivers are on the road right now as we speak i bet they're safer than tractor trailers with drivers no offense to our traffic trailer driving that's like maximum overdrive oh it really is think about that yes you're stephen king friends my my father was a truck driver uh best friend growing up anyway was truck so No, good I mean, people. There's good people that drive trucks, no, and no, no, like no, any industry, there's there's people that don't need to be behind that. Oh wheel. yeah. Well, and the, the, other, the other problem is that they get overworked and they're tired. And Absolutely. Um, I just wish they'd get them out of the stinking Walmart parking lot. Why? Well, truck stops everywhere, and you pull into the Walmart parking lot, and they're blocking the parking lot. They, they park behind Hardy's too. You ever see that? Yeah. That's what, that's I saw Kiss's road crew parked behind Hardy's. I got all excited, like Gene Simmons is going to be in there eating a hamburger. <laughs> Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I like my flame, bro. He's like, he's like sticking his tongue out. It's landing in his fries. <laughs> Can we go back to Flippy now? Go ahead. Flippy, the robot. It sounds like something that I would have named. Burger Flip. Flippy McFlipster. <laughs> Your next fast food burger might be cooked by a robot. Flippy is a... Well, technically, most of them are cooked by robots. <laughs> You go to Burger King. You well, put somebody's got to put them on the grill. No, you did Burger King, Dairy Queen. They put them on a on a track that goes through like a pizza goes through and cooks charbroiled. Yeah, comes out. Techni- I've worked at Dairy Queen. Technically a robot. King. Yeah, no, nobody cares. So anyway, <laughs> Flippy is a brand new burger flipping robot now cooking at a chain called Cali Burger, which serves up California style burgers and fries. Uh, the key to success in restaurant industry is consistency. So anytime you go to Cali Burger anywhere, you know that patty will be cooked exactly the same. That's awesome. John Miller, the CEO of Cali Group, the John company that runs Miller. the chain. You know what, John? That's the principle behind most fast food places. If I get a Big Mac in Nashville, Tennessee, I should be able to get the same Big Mac in somewhere St. in Georgia. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's not always the case, though. But it typically is the case. Unless you go to our little KFC, which we've mentioned, has their own <laughs> recipe. And our little uh, McDonald's has not very good service. Right. 
Well, neither does a Burger King. The robot was developed by a subsidiary called Miso Robotics. Oh, Miso Robot. Miso Robotics. Tommy Arigato, Miso Robotics. What you like? Me like robotics. Miso Robotics. <laughs> what does that mean? So, how does it work? Well, you plug in Flippy. Before you can get started, it needs a little human help. A coworker puts raw patties uh, on the grill. All right, so this robot's good for nothing but flipping. But that's a start. We'll find out in a minute. That is a start. Maybe he will. Maybe one. Maybe in a minute I'll get to finish and I'll tell you. You ready? (laughs) The kitchen of the future will always have people in it, but we see the kitchen as having people and robots, said David Zito, co-founder and chief executive officer. That's him covering his own. That's uh, Miso Robotics. That's him covering his his hide because he knows that in the future there will be no humans in the kitchen. Flippy uses thermal imaging. 3D and camera vision to sense when to flip and when to remove. It detects the temperature of the patty and the size of the patty and the temperature of the grill surface, explains Zito. That's what I want. A really cool California cat. The device also learns through artificial intelligence, which really most everybody everybody in California, artificial intelligence. (laughs) Basically, the more burgers that Flippy flips, the smarter it gets. There's good people in the state of California. I'm here to tell you. There's some good people in the state of California. That doesn't stop me from bagging on California, though. (laughs) Those are the ones that listen to our show. The others. (laughs) Okay. Here's the deal. What? If you're in California listening to what I just said, you're in welcome company because I make fun of every state we talk about. Do I not? Yeah, you do. Okay. So thicken up your skin, California. I'm coming after you. We're not talking to those of you listening. We love y'all. Oh, yeah, you guys are great. Y'all are intelligent. Yeah, we didn't mean you. We meant the other California. <laughs> you guys in Northern or Southern California. We meant the other guys. According to a time traveler, California could be underwater soon anyway. That's nah, not going to happen. Where was I? Uh, I think you were talking about the oh, device. Artificial intelligence. Okay, yeah. right. The device also learns through artificial intelligence. Basically, the more burgers that Flippy flips, the smarter it gets. Right now, cheese and toppings are added by a coworker because Flippy's kind of stupid. He's learning, though. In addition, he's like, I'm trying. Help me. Help, Help me. Um, it's, Help. Uh, see, he says, uh, in addition to consistency and safety, Cali Burger says the robot can cut down on cost. It's not a fun job. It's hot. It's greasy. It's dirty. Well, I hope it's not dirty. Yeah, where really? I'm eating. He needs to shut up. He I'm not to, going to Cali Burger. I don't think that guy needs to be in the PR department. <laughs> you don't want to be in this kitchen. It's filthy. Yeah, he's like, it's not a fun job, man. It's disgusting. It's greasy. We spit in your food. Half the stuff's been left unrefrigerated. It's so gross. Disgusting. I wouldn't even eat there. Less turnover means less time training new grill cooks. This technology is not about replacing jobs. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. We see Flippy is. as a third hand. Yeah, whatever. Said Zito. I see Flippy as my key to a good burger. That's what I see. Possibly. Yes. Hey, this next one? Yeah. Hitting close to home. Yes, it is. Headline is, Grandma brings Doritos bag full of drugs to prison for grandson. And that is a very thoughtful grandmother. It's a local story, unfortunately. No, kind of local. A Tennessee I think grandmother it's down around the Memphis area, which is not surprising. I'm, I'm considering Tennessee as local. You know, it's our state, it's our home state, even though we live way up here in the north. A Tennessee grandmother was arrested after she bought a Doritos after she brought a Doritos bag full of drugs to prison, but told officers her grandson was tricked 
had tricked her into bringing the banned items. Yes, officers. I have a bag of Doritos. It's actually full of drugs. I need to give this to my grandson. Would you get it to him, please? Would you please let me take this to my grandson? Sarah Griffin, age 68, was visiting her grandson, Cody Clements. Oh, Cody. Oh, Cody Clements is in the big house. <laughs> He's totally lonesome. <laughs> He's up there in the Gray Bar Motel. He's an inmate at Shelby County Division of Corrections. On Saturday, when she slipped him a bag of Doritos, Fox 13 reported, an officer went over to the duo and asked Clemens to hand that bag. Hand me Shouldn't them, they have checked that Doritos. before she went in? Well, I don't know. I mean, Grandma's got a bag of Doritos in her purse. Would you bother her? Yeah. That's their job. <laughs> Clemens allegedly grabbed a black object wrapped with electrical tape out of the bag before handing it over. She said, yeah, you can have this bag, but she took the drugs yeah, let out. let me take this out. Or Cody I did. need this. The officer took the object, unwrapped it, and found 28.5 grams of methamphetamine, 11.4 grams of marijuana, 20 bars of prescription. 40. 40 bars bars of of Xanax, uh, 1.7 grams of ecstasy, and 1.4 grams of heroin. Good night. This had to be a party bag. It was the party bag. She should have slipped the the security guy uh, um, uh, an ecstasy. (laughs) Here, son. You guys are the best. Man, how big of a bag of Doritos did she try to get it in It was there? the party bag. Good night. Griffin told police she didn't know about the drugs inside the Doritos bag or why it weighed seven pounds. Yeah, really? <laughs> the 68 I thought they were usually a lot lighter. <laughs> the 68-year-old added that she picked up the chips bag from an unidentified girl earlier in the week and believed she was giving her grandson a cell phone. Still, that's contraband. And a bag of Doritos. Yes. She was arrested. Was it like a prize? She like was, you get down inside the Doritos, you like find a, like a phone? Like a Kinder Egg. Oh, she, by the way, yeah. any of our friends in Europe, please, please send us some Kinder Eggs. I'm the real them. ones. The ones we got here taste good, but they're not the good toys. They do taste good. They don't have the good toys no. in them. She was arrested and charged with taking contraband into a penal facility. It's unclear if Clements will face further punishment. Wow. Yeah. A big old bag of Doritos. So just mental note. Do not take your grandson Doritos. No. Because it's going to be full of drugs. Yes. Send him a new pair of studio headphones and stay Oh, yeah. He would appreciate that. Absolutely. You know, Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) All year long. That it is, Eddie. (laughs) That it is. So, studio headphones, which I'm I'm toting right now. Yeah, I noticed. On my normal size ears. I'm wearing some other brand. Well, yours are on the way. Says you. And we've discussed this. But anyway, they got impeccable clarity in their instrumental tones. You have the worst time with the word instrumental. I do. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because we don't have any instruments here in the you're room. Just, you're supposed to say a little more, like, <clears throat> impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones. Oh, you well said it right. sound. You said it very well. But these these headphones, let me tell you why they're so fantastic. Number one, they sound better than any headphone I've ever tried. And I've tried quite a few of them. I'm pretty particular about my sound. Two, they Kevin, fit over your giant ear. My ears are fine, but Kevin Cronin sounds better on these headphones than he has on any other headphones. You get 24 hours of active battery life. Oh, and the new Greta Van uh, Greta Van Fleet album, amazing. Or it's not new; it came out last year. Anyway, uh, you get twenty days of standby life. So if you're using the cord with your studio headphones, as I'm doing, what if now, I'm not standing? Uh, yeah, you got to be standing. Standby okay. life. Yeah. Seems so, anyway, like a weird requirement. The model okay. I've got, these beautiful Regents, is the perfect companion uh, for you at home or on the go because the Bluetooth works impeccably. It'll connect to any device that has Bluetooth, and there's also uh, the cord that I mentioned. So you don't always have to use the wireless option if you don't want to. Can I personalize it? You could personalize it with these caps that go on the end here that you see me pointing as yeah, if the pointing, listener yeah, can see. Yeah. <laughs> the combination of high polished metal matte surface embodies the vision of Scandinavian design. So not only do they sound fantastic, they look fantastic. 
Studio wanted to revolutionize the way uh, people see headphones as not just a tech device, but also an accessory. That's why you can, you know, personalize them, do all kind of stuff. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the uh, proper sound quality, and the high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented. Studio wanted to bridge that gap, and they have succeeded. While emphasizing the modern Scandinavian design, they also have provided a product that matches the quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. And you do mean fraction. It really is. I mean, those trendy headphones you see advertised. What if I want free shipping? They offer free worldwide shipping. What if I want a value? You get extra value, too, Craig. I'm so glad you asked. You just go to studio.com. That's S-U-D-I-O.com. I don't want to spend a lot. Pick out any headphones you want because their most expensive pair is still under 100 bucks, And they sound amazing. With free shipping. With free shipping. Can, and I, can I get a discount? Yes, you can. Oh, nice. All you got to do is use the promo code WEIRD at checkout. You get 15% off their already low, low price. So I get a low price on headphones. Yeah. 24-hour standby. Yeah. Like, I don't know, 1,000 days of standby. No, no 20, not quite. 24 hours of standby. No, 24 hours of actual of a, use. Oh, yeah. active, active use. I get 24 yeah. hour plus hours of active use. Yeah. I get 20 of standby. Yeah. It's Bluetooth, so I don't have to, like, trip over a cord no cords. if I don't want to. Nope. I get a good price, 15% off, and free shipping. That's right. And you're supporting one of your favorite podcasts. I am? Yeah. When you order Studio at studio.com. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It sounds good with an Apple iPhone. That's a segue. Was it? That was really nice. Yeah. Speaking, hey, speaking, this is a story that I wanted to read. Speaking of Apple. <laughs> this just cracked me up. I sent this over when I saw this immediately. It's hilarious. So, you know, Apple, let's start this by saying Apple has got this fancy schmancy new campus. Yeah, designed looks like by a, Steve Jobs, actually. Looks like a spaceship. Yeah. Everything is seamless. Everything's glass. Beautiful. And nice. Just absolutely crazy to see this thing. I mean, $5 billion. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And you know what? They paid probably paid in cash because they got it. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> here's the headline, not joking. Three Apple workers, workers, let's just say three Apple employees. <laughs> yes. It's not workers. Workers sound like the guys are still building the place. Workers are the ones doing the jobs in China for Apple. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Sadly true. Three Apple employees hurt walking into glass walls in first month. They're walking along, looking at their phone, and bing! That's about one a week. And those uh, plenty of people are doing it that weren't hurt. Just embarrassed. Check this out. <laughs> Employees in Apple Park, Apple's new uh, spaceship-style headquarters in California, keep walking into glass doors and windows. <laughs> These are the people that are making our technology. Despite warnings from the building inspector that people uh, would not be able to tell where the door ends and the wall begins, at least three Apple employees walked or ran into the ultra-transparent glass hard enough to require emergency medical treatment. <laughs> Help! During the first Help. month of occupation, according to uh, recordings of nine one one calls. Oh my goodness! Uh, let's see. I, I hope there's cameras. Have you seen any vi- video of this? No. Um, the let's see. You know, uh, Justin Bieber's a threat to walk in the glass. What? Yes, there are videos. I bet there's a dozen of he him walks wa- in the glass. walking into glass all the time. Yep. That's insensitive. He has, a, he has a problem. You're making fun of him. It's insensitive. I, I took up for him last episode when you were dogging him. Hey, listen. Yeah. Apple Park, 
Yeah. Uh, it's four-story glass and metal circular building designed by Norman Foster. Not Steve Jobs, by the way. Uh, Steve Jobs, it was his vision. He envisioned yeah. it, whatever. Yeah. Where the glass has been specially treated to achieve an exact level of transparency and whiteness, which oh, is racist. that is racist. The doorways <laughs> reportedly have perfectly flat thresholds because if engineers had to adjust their gate when entering the building, they risk distraction from their work. <laughs> Good creep. <laughs> That's Come a tight California's wire. not crazy. <laughs> According to the construction manager talking to Reuters, uh, it also uses the largest, heaviest single pieces of glass ever installed on a building wow. that also happened to be curved. Yes. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs once said, there's not a straight piece of glass on this building, and this was a shot at building the best office building in the world. He was very proud of it. <laughs> His make-believe building at the time. Yes. Because it wasn't even real. No. Employees have reportedly been dealing with the problem since Apple Park first opened uh, in a limited capacity last year, according to Bloomberg. Uh, distracted workers on their iPhones have been walking into glass walls around office spaces, resorting to sticking yellow. This is the best. Beautiful, seamless building, right? Check it out. Check it out. Check it. Follow this vision. Okay. Beautiful piece of artwork. Nothing like it seen before, right? Yeah. They're sticking sticky notes, <laughs> yellow sticky notes on the glass doors to help. The notes were reportedly removed, however, because oh, sure. they detracted from the building's design. Instead, <laughs> Apple has reportedly had to resort to putting rectangular stickers on some of the glass to try well, and avoid. What's the difference? Why don't they make the doors automatic? Yeah, that'd be good. Um, it's more like a force field than glass at this <laughs> point. Bounce off of it. <laughs> um, Apple uses similar stickers in some of its glass door stores. You know what they should do is put like a... Uh, LED strips at the bottom of the glass to shine up. No, it'll, it'll ruin this. That, that's true. This it thing. will. No, that's yeah. what they would say. Yeah. Birds flying into large panes of glass is, fairly, is a fairly common hazard. To the people birds. doing the same in an office is not. I have a story. <laughs> Let me get through this. In, in January, uh, Apple's vice president of real estate and development, Dan Weisenhunt, reportedly acknowledged the problem uh, to the Rotary Club of Cupertino. He said... <laughs> We've had a uh, we've had people bump into the glass. That problem we're working on right now. So I was walking at a place I worked at. Craig's it's funny we're talking about this because I thought about this story. today. I think I probably wonder what happened to my vision. This is probably it. So I was walking through a parking garage, the place I used to work at a few years ago, and I walked up on the thin, narrow side of one of those big metal signs. Like it, let's just say it was a yield sign or a yeah. stop sign. So it's a big, flat piece of metal. Yeah. I walked up to it on the invisible side. Like I'm looking at the. The, the very thin, the yes. thin. I'm not seeing the broad side of Ow. it without even noticing it. Oh no! Full speed ahead. Oh, oh, ouch! I had to go get checked out and stuff to make sure it hit me right square Ooh. in the face. Yeah, I so, walked into a glass door at Toys R Us when Sarah was a kid. She still laughs about it to this day. That's because you're stupid. It didn't open. I mean, I know why didn't it open? Oh, well, maybe it's that's another another beef I got with places. Why do they always they got these two perfectly good doors and one of them's always locked? Yeah. And that's the one I bounce off of every single time. Yeah. You notice that? I, yes. Yes. People. People, I tell you. All right. Headline is New York a woman arrested. What? New York woman arrested. A, a New York a woman. <laughs> it's a me and Mario. <laughs> a New York a woman arrested after dumping popcorn on a two-year-old during a movie. If you're dumping popcorn on a kid... You got issues. Because you're wasting popcorn. <laughs> a New York woman and her father are accused of endangering the welfare of a child after the woman dumped a, bu a bucket of popcorn on a two-year-old during the showing of Star Wars The Last Jedi in a Long Island theater. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Carrie Carmen, age 25, and her father, Charles Carmen, age 61, were arrested Friday, Charlie? March 2nd, in connection to the January 2nd incident, according to the New York Post. 
The New York Post also reported Carmen became angry when the young child uh, she was seated next to spoke while the movie was playing. The child's mother claims her daughter was asking her for a snack and said popcorn. <laughs> Carmen said, here's your popcorn. Yeah. When Carmen, is that really an arrestable offense? I guess it is. When Carmen leaned over, grabbed the bucket from her hand, and dumped oh. it over the child's head. Oh, that is bad. So that she took the person's Yeah, she popcorn. took her popcorn dumped it on her head. Carmen then hit the child in the head with the empty bucket. Bruising her head with a with a cardboard was it, was it a glass bucket? Yeah, what was it? Was it like a vase? Apple? Was this a Steve Jobs bucket? Although Carmen did not comment, her friend claims the child's mother pushed Carmen and caused the popcorn to spill. According to the New York Post report, oh, so we've got a disagreement here. The friend said the child's mother became angry with Carmen after she asked her child to be quiet. Huh? Hmm. Interesting. So I'm fed up with people. And we may have talked about this before. And if you're listening and you're one of these people. Shame on you. We're, we're shame on you. You're probably from California. But the, no, seriously, here where we live. I'm, I'm sick and tired <laughs> of being. from useless Ohio. In, yeah. In a movie theater and some idiot in front of me is lifting up their cell phone with the screen on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Why'd you come to a <laughs> movie? Down. Why'd you come to a movie and pay that much money to you look at your phone? got angry face. angry <laughs> face. Hey, check it calm out. Down. This just in. Ozzy Osbourne steps in to replace Pizza Man's stolen CDs. Ozzy is the man. Have you seen his show with Jack, his son, no. where they're touring across America? It's pretty darn funny. No. Yeah. No. Yep. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get around to Jack's it. Jack's grown into a you know a, a nice young man and has family of his own now. You, you watch the Osbournes. Like, I've, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. We, we loved it as a show because- Well, Ozzy's a cartoon just, character. He's hilarious. And he's even funnier on this show. Well, a Newfoundland pizza delivery man who lost his collection of rock and roll CDs to a thief- has been re-upped by the godfather of metal himself. Is he really called that? I don't know. I don't think he's called I, the godfather I don't of metal. Ozzy Osbourne. Josh Prince Cook's, of Darkness, they call him. I, I wouldn't want to call him that. I'm the Prince of Darkness. Makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. Hey, Josh Cook's car was stolen as he made a delivery in St. John's. The thief returned it to the same spot the next day, but Cook's CD collection was gone. This is right up there with that guy that got all the chocolate bars. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry I ate your chocolate bar. Yeah, there was a note. <laughs> uh, all that was left behind, an album by Zach Wild. Uh, my voice, it just went. Did you hear that? I did. What's wrong with you? I say Zach Wild, Osborne's longtime uh, guitarist. Local media coverage of the story was picked up by blogs and a rock music magazine where Wild's son, uh, son saw it and contacted Cook to ask for his address. Cook said he was surprised when he got a notice to pick up a package from a courier about a week later. He sent me like six t-shirts, three long sleeve t-shirts, three zip-up hoodies, a copy of his new album and CD and vinyl and other collector's items, uh, Cook said. <laughs> Why is he so whiny? I don't know. He got a lot of good stuff there. He's a pizza guy. Cook <laughs> said he was blown away by the gesture, but it didn't end there. There's Another, more. There's more. There's more. There's more. But wait. Call Another. now. Another. Yeah, call now and Ozzy will send you another box with a bunch of dead bats inside. <laughs> just pay separate shipping and handling. Shipping and handling. I just kind of <laughs> Another large box arrived a few days later with Osborne's back catalog. Nice. Is that like his back hair? <laughs> no, it's his catalog of back issues. All oh, right, right, right. I opened it up and a couple t-shirts fell out. Then a load of CDs fell out. Black Sabbath and all the Ozzy Osbourne stuff. Basically everything Ozzy ever did. I thought it was amazing. And this white envelope falls out. I open it and there's an autographed picture of Ozzy. Ozzy's the man. The picture says, to Josh. 
and has Ozzy's signature. Just a big X. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't have to do anything like that. It was incredible. These guys are set. For, these guys are set for life, but still take time for a fan. That's nice. Cook said, "I love a good story like that." Ozzy, what a guy! He's hilarious. I just remember that one scene in the Osbournes of him walking around eating those burritos. Yes, he, he had like a bunch of those. <laughs> he was addicted to those burritos. Those giant like burritos you get at like Chipotle or something. Yes. These giant burritos. He ate so many, he got his stomach ache. That's funny. Headline <laughs> is <laughs> Sharon. Headline is McDonald's Big Mac record holder on pace to eat thirty thousand Big Macs by May. Could you do that? Well, when did he start? Well, if I started right now, maybe I could. No, when did he start? Oh, Big Mac I'm eating. I'm thinking this is an entire lifetime. Big Mac eating record holder Dan Gorski is on pace to eat 30,000 of the McDonald's burgers by May. Gorky was recognized by the Guinness World Book of Records back in, 19, in 2016 when he ate 28,788th Big Mac. The record. He ate his 28,788th yeah, Big Mac. Yeah, that has got to be a lifetime. Maybe I'm close to that. I don't know. The record would have happened whether or not Guinness World Book of Records was there, Gorski told Fox Business on Thursday. The Big Macs are my favorite food, so I'm just going to keep eating them every day. I'm just going to keep on eating them. Don't. 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 Gorski typically... I, still, I actually sound better than Kevin Cronin does right now. No, you, well, <laughs> <laughs> when you added those last two words, I can't I really argue. I want to eat. I just want to... Go ahead. <laughs> Gorski typically eats 14 Big Macs a week. How is he not dead? How is he not not dead? Purchasing them in bulk and microwaving them at home, according to the Guinness Book. I bet that's disgusting, because they got lettuce and all that stuff on them. They're well-preserved. You can just leave them on the counter. You could. (laughs) Over the past 44 years, Gorski has only gone a day, one day, without eating a Big Mac eight times. So he's there's one week in the last forty four years, one week and one day where he has wow. not had a Big Mac. And when did he he start forty four years? He starts forty four years ago, right? Yeah. What made him go? I'm going to count these. <laughs> you know what? I guess he just got to a certain point and he said, "You know, I've had two a day, and I know I've had two a day since this Man, time." But but, but uh, Guinness book yeah. where they'd have to validate. Maybe this he kept his receipts. No, it'd be on that thermal paper, and all you pull out your wallet, it's disappeared. <laughs> it's black. It's no, it's disappeared. <laughs> yeah. How many times you pull a receipt out and you're like, oh man, a lot. Big Macs a lot, a lot. Big Macs account for ninety to ninety five percent of his diet. That's ridiculous because you got to have the fries to go with. How much I bet that jerk is like about as like a Q tip? I hope not. I hope he's huge. Ah, huge. He says, although he does not work out, he stays busy all day long due to his hyperactive personality. Gorski does not get any special incentives from McDonald's and pays the same price for his burgers as everyone else. I bet that changes now. I don't now know. that the story's out. Um, there's a guy here locally that's this little skinny kid that works this place here locally, and he, he swears his metabolism, he's got this condition where he has to eat like the flash because he, he, he can't gain weight. I used to be that way. No, but well, his is actually a medical. You were just had great metabolism at that I age. guess. I could eat anything and everything. But and I don't want to know what other medical conditions go with that, but if it was just that one problem, oh, man, I'd be eating Dairy Queen everything every day. Oh, every day. Every day, Dairy Queen. I teased this story last episode, if you remember correctly. So uh, here's the deal. So you think you go to Chuck E. Cheese and you're safe. Yeah, right? unless, unless you're in like a, a good fight over a game. Like if you're playing Pac-Man with somebody else. I don't think they play Pac-Man there anymore. Well, I'm going back a bit. Yeah. All right, Galaga. Galaga then. All right. <laughs> if you're playing doubles. ball, that's always there. That is, and that's fun too. All right, you've got a competition going, a skee-ball competition. It might get heated. 
That's all I'm saying. That's yeah, that's as far as normally it's supposed go. to be a kid's place. Everybody's having fun. It's a kid's place that serves beer. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true. Yeah. That's just to get the adults to come. But though. great pizza, massive bra. I didn't say bra. I said brawl. <laughs> oh, Stat- and a stabbing at Chuck E. Cheese. That's this a, happens that's in New Jersey. That that doesn't happen every day. Nope. In uh, New Jersey, police have arrested two people after a massive brawl. I'll make sure I say that right. <laughs> And stabbing outside of a Chuck E. Cheese in Gloucester. I guess Gloucester. Wait a minute. Outside or in? If it's outside, big deal. Maybe it was just because there's other things connected to these buildings. Right. Maybe it was the Chuck E. Cheese Supercenter Multiplex. Maybe maybe it wasn't attached to anything else. (laughs) With air bowling. Yeah, and glass walls you can't see. (laughs) Tracy A. Jones, 47. And I don't like this. They're using three names. Tracy Tracy A. A. Jones, Jones, 47. And Stephanie L. Levengood, 24, faced multiple charges following the incident that injured two people. The the Deptford Deptford Police Department says officers were dispatched. Oh, man, that's horrible. Why would they do that? Well, the guy, you know, cutbacks, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Shortly before 6 p.m. That's a bit drastic. To the Chuck E. Cheese restaurant along the block of Bloody Bloody Road. <laughs> when officers arrived, people were actively fighting in front of and inside okay. the restaurant. Okay, so it was inside, too. Police say 15 to 20 people were involved in the fight. You know that manager's like, I come here, work here, it's for kids. <laughs> kids are here, no problems. You he's, know, I can leave He's that. screaming, look, free tickets for everybody. No, he's, just thinking, he's thinking, I'll take this job. I have to deal with people like, you know, uh, nightclubs anymore. This will be laid back. No it's, more bartending. It's just kids. This is an easy, easy, easy job. Um, I'll a, clean up a spill here and there. That's it. Yeah, a little, little vomit now and then, you know. <laughs> Little pizza off of Chucky's ears. What's that? No more blood. That's what I'm excited about. Right, right. Officials say one woman was found with a minor stab wound. None of them are minor, okay? If it's a stab wound, it's not really minor. To her hip and refused medical treatment at the scene. An employee of the restaurant also sustained injuries as he attempted. I had this funny thought of Flippy McFlips through the robot. He comes rolling rolling out. He comes rolling. He's just gone nuts. He's killing people. He's flipping people. (laughs) Officials. Okay. She had the minor wound, whatever. Refused medical. An employee of the restaurant who sustained injuries uh, as he attempted to separate the involved parties is that band still there remember they used to have that that robotic band oh, have you seen the documentary about that no oh it's, okay so it's called the rock of fire explosion that's right yes there's a fantastic um uh, oh my gosh I got, now i'm gonna go back and watch this again if it's still on, if it's still on netflix i can't remember what's called you have to look it up but it's it's about the rock of fire explosion and it's what's really cool because i've always been intrigued with animatronics and stuff like that. sure i love that stuff i'd love to go behind the scenes at disney world or I'd love to see all that stuff. I, I'm just their heads are I'm, popping off. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in, uh, fascinated with that stuff. And Chuck E. Cheese, um, it's the guy that created it for Showbiz Pizza when it was originally Showbiz That's Pizza. Right, yeah, they still had like several crates with the complete characters that were not opened. Oh, in Florida, interesting. but people have bought them. And there's this one guy, and I think we must. I think we've talked about this at one time. There's this one guy, and I'm not being mean. He just doesn't. <laughs> No, let me, let, me, let, me, let me... I love it when you start a sentence with that. Look, well, I'm not being mean. The guy seems... I know I'm about to get some joy. The, the, <laughs> the guy seems like a really super nice guy, but he doesn't seem like a kind of guy that's got a lot of money to throw around. I'm saying it that way. Okay. I'm not going to... That I'm, was very politically correct. Um, and he... Well, I mean, I really want to be nice because he didn't... I think <laughs> I had the type of guy that says, look, she's got a great personality. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, may, I don't know the guy's bank. I don't know. His, I don't know. He may have a million dollars in the bank. But he's got one of these things in an outside building is at his house, whatever. 
and he set it up. And this is the guy that's been repro- he reprograms it to play like Shakira music and stuff like that. Now, is it the whole band or just yeah, one up? Yeah. Oh, he, he bought the whole band. In fact, um, the guy and I'm blanking on his name right now. To He's got to have money. And those things can't be I, I, cheap. I, I don't know the the guy. Uh, one of the one of the um, musical artists. I'm just Ario Speedwagon. Mayor, what's his name? Mayor. John Mayer. No, shut up, uh, <laughs> Mayor. Mayor Cheese. Mayor, Mayor something. Anyway, he did the he did the music video. One of his music videos at this guy's. I think it was at this guy's house. Uh, because he wanted a dream. It wouldn't sequ- have been Mayor McCheese. He wanted a dream sequence with that, you know, with the thing. Anyway, uh, I want to say Mayor Hawthorne. Does the it? big gorilla still have the Hawaiian shirt on? I think so. That was my favorite part. So, so what's cool is this. Because I love gorillas. This documentary is like the whole history of this stuff, but it's also about these people that have taken these things. And that there, sounds awesome. There was even one in Nashville, I think, that was kind of falling into disrepair. It was like at an old bowling alley. Was it the one that was from Rivergate? No, that's still there but they were going to be pulling those out they, they apparently are going to be doing away with those things well back to the story what if i'm the sorry band, i could talk about this stuff all day what if the band the rock fire explosion they come running out yeah. the gorilla comes running out <laughs> and he's got that fat guy gate when he runs and his hawaiian shirt yeah with like cables hanging out of his he butt wobbles he's got all like electronics hanging out of his back end <laughs> i'm out of here <laughs> me too and the little girl the cheerleader yeah, comes the cheerleader, running out the mouse there's a stupid bird popping up out of something. Anyway, we know too much about it. But anyway, um, he, uh, the guy that, okay, who is this? Let's see. Um, <laughs> welcome Jones, back. Jones, welcome back to the story about Chuck E. Cheese. Jones faces two counts of aggravated assault with a weapon, one count of possession of prohibited weapon, uh, and one count of unlawful possession of a weapon. Levin Good faces one count of disorderly conduct and one count of resisting arrest. Please say their investigation is still ongoing. So they don't know, in other words. I think, I think. When they when they put that at the end, it's ongoing. It just basically means we're doing paperwork. Okay. We already know what happened. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been late for an appointment or a meeting or some 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 important something? I'm always late here. Yeah, you are, but that's that's not what I'm talking about. Have you ever been so late or, or, or have you ever been running late for something so important that you've considered leaving your car in the middle of the street and running because of traffic only if i had like godzilla behind me one time i was almost late for work because i worked at a mall and it was christmas time and Lori dropped me off on the road and i ran into the mall but michael douglas got really fed up sitting in traffic and uh oh that reminds me in his movie was it called what was that called? where he freaks out that's awesome yeah he gets out and leaves his car yeah he does that's right what was that called i forget okay uh update we talked about Chevy Chase. You remember that? You said he was a jerk. A couple times ago. Well, I got proof of that now. The, the guy that the incident was involved with has come out and said uh, he and his buddies were just driving along when all of a sudden this car pulls up behind him, starts flashing his lights. So they pull over. Really? So Chevy Chase gets out of the car and he says uh, he's arguing with him because he says they cut him off. But the guy driving said all he did was switch lanes at one point because to get in the middle lane. Falling down. That's the movie. That's it. Okay. So anyway, Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase falling down. opens the guy's door and tells him he's about to punch him in the nose, which cracks me up because that sounds so much like something Clark Griswold would do. But the guy gets out of the car and Chevy Chase starts to attack him, so he kicks him. And Chevy Chase is, what, 78 or something? He's up He's there. 70-something, I don't know. So he, he falls back, but apparently it was all Chevy's fault. And he at one point he said, do you know who the you blank I Chevy. Chevy. He said, at one point, do you know who the blank I am? And continued to cuss him out. And the guy's like, I don't. They had to Google who he is. Is this in this story? Or no, it's not. Oh, no, that's just your, an your, update. Here's your update. Yeah. Because, and that really, it really makes me sad because... 
I love most of his movies. His movies are, are pretty good, but I've always heard, and I through interviews and things, that he's not easy to work with, not easy to be around. But anyway, headline is, driver ditches car in middle of road to make bowling tourney on time. Or tournament, we would say. Yeah. This is from Baldwin. Baldwin police officers. Alec Baldwin. Not Baldwin. Baldwin. Uh, Police officers were left with a mystery Saturday evening. A car had been abandoned with its hazard lights on in the middle of the street near Baxter and Holloway Roads. No driver or occupants were anywhere to be seen as if they disappeared into thin air. Maybe they were magicians. (laughs) Or clowns. Wait, that doesn't work. No, they come out of the cars. Yeah, there's lots of them in there. A tow truck driver was called, uh, and he moved the vehicle. Office workers were tracked down, and the owner, uh, office worker, officers you're worked. Having a, you're wow. struggling. You're really struggling. Officers worked to track down the owner of the lonely car. Eventually, a driver was found. Did they call it a lonely car? What do they know about that car's feelings? <laughs> it is lonely. Why, the officers asked, had the car been left in the middle of the road? The answer, Craig, bowling. The driver told police that a group in the car had a bowling tournament to attend. When car trouble impaired their way, they opted to ditch their defective transportation mid-street and hurry on their way to the big event. The driver was issued a citation for impeding the flow of traffic. Uh, Police did not release details, however, on whether the group was victorious, victorious in their bowling endeavor. Wow. You know, there was a time in my life where you could find me at the bowling alley anytime. I mean, yeah, shining bowling balls. No, no, we we bowled on leagues. Um, Brian Jenkins and I used to go before school and practice bowling, and then we go on to school, and then we go back to the bowling alley after school and bowl. We uh, there was like a couple of years in my life where, if you needed me, I was at the bowling alley. Is the Hville bowling alley? Yeah, that's where we were. The one, the one down the street in Madison. They're kind of they're going to uh, recondition. Yeah, it. they're, they're yeah, I'm excited. About, I still love bowling. I still love to bowl. I'm not as good as I once was, but. I still love it. Time for the Mark Patch. We should start a weird bowling. We should get me, you, Sean, Mark, Cassandra. You need five. And start a weird bowling league. One of those people live in another state. Yeah, Mark. Mark would have to fly in every week. Hey, it's the top ten things people think if you're... Wait, let's try that again. Top ten things people think you're... Who wrote this? I don't know. Cassandra sent it to us. Our marketing... All right, Cass. Stick with me on this. Ready? Yeah. Top ten things people think you're weird... If you don't like, okay, these are top 10. These are, this is difficult. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. You're making it difficult. These are 10 things that people will think you're weird if you're not into them. That's, if not, if that's a good way you, to put yeah, it. If, you, if you're not the top into, 10. If you don't like these things, people are going to think you're weird. This is from the top 10s.com and of course submitted by Cassandra. All right. All right. Wait, but some of these things seem, okay. Some of these seems like they're okay. So I'm, if you're not into this, People think you're weird. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wondering if number number ten is the music or the movie. It's the music. Okay, the music. Number ten. Yeah, heavy metal. People think I'm weird if I'm not into heavy metal. Yeah, apparently. I don't. I'm not into heavy metal. I, I like hair metal. You know, Poison, Guns N' Roses. Right. All right. I number, think you're weird because of that. <laughs> number nine of the top ten things people think you're weird if you don't like Star Wars. I think people are surprised if you've never seen Star Wars. Well, that didn't say anything about seeing. It. I'm not a big. I'm not uh, one of these Star I mean, Wars I mean, fans. I think it's. I think it's weird. Uh, to me, it's not weird if you don't like Star Wars. It's weird if you've never seen Star Wars, because it's just so ingrained in everything. You know, I've never just, seen a Star Trek. Yeah, that count. Oh, I'm sorry. Number eight. If I don't like, Zootopia, Zootopia, the movie. <laughs> yes, yes. It was kind of cute, but I mean, I oh, you like kids' movies though? It's because I'm not a stuck up old guy like you. <laughs> well, they're just boring to me. Number seven, I had to put a little paragraph under because I had oh, no I know idea. Who he is. I had he no got idea. Some trouble recently. Number seven, 
of the top 10 things people think you're weird if you don't like PewDiePie? It's PewDiePie. PewDiePie, a Swedish web-based comedian best known for his Let's Play commentaries and vlogs on YouTube. And foul mouth. He is known for being the most subscribed to YouTuber on the website, on the website, earning over 50 million subscribers. Yeah, he got in some trouble. I forget so what you he, don't like him? I, I find him. It's, it's a millennial thing. Weirdo. I, I think that it's an age thing, but also he got in some trouble. He did something. I forget now what it was, but it was something that he, got some, he, he lost some money over. It. What does that name mean? I don't know. Number six. I guess I'm weird. Big brother. Love it. That's my, the one, show? Of my fa- yes, one of my favorite I guess shows I'm of weird. all time. I'm weird. Number five. Pizza. Oh, man. You would be weird if you don't like pizza. I, yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't like pizza. I don't think. Weirdos. <laughs> Number four. Kittens. Who doesn't like kittens? Yeah, they hate them. You don't like when they're cats. I know a lot of people don't like cats. But kids are so kittens, cute. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, I totally agree with. Oh, Number three of the top ten things people think you're weird if you don't like chocolate. Yeah, you're weird if you don't like chocolate. You are weird. I got a buddy that can't eat chocolate because it gives him migraines, but yeah. he loves it. You still think he's weird? Yeah, he is weird. Hey, yeah. Number two, yeah. You got so excited. With <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bacon. Did you know, Craig? It's one of the top ten things if you don't like it, people think you're weird. Did you know that Five Guys Burgers will add bacon to any shake? I don't want that. How do you know? Have you had that? And I won't go to Five Guys. Why don't you go to Five Guys? I'd rather go to Jumbo and Delicious. Well, that's pretty good. It's, yeah. it's more more food for your money. Yeah, definitely. Better food for your I money. I like Five Guys, though. Jay- you, or one. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Mark. So... And Randall. My, my problem with Five Guys, I, I love the, you know, they get the, you know, you sit around eating peanuts. I never eat their peanuts. Those are good. But, um, and you get a bag of fries. You get a bag of fries. But they're way overpriced, way overpriced they are. for what you get. Lori and I went, and uh, overhyped. Lori and I went Sunday and it was 30 something bucks for the two of us. I would say, but if, it's delicious. Someone, it's so good. If someone from Five Guys hears this and disagrees with me, Set me up. <laughs> Prove me wrong. You're always thinking. Oh, I am. You're always thinking. All right, you ready for the number one? The number one. Top ten things that people think you're weird if you don't like. Number one. The suspense. Popular music. Talk about. Pop music. Talk about. Pop music. Pop. Pop. I don't know why people think you're weird. New York, London, Paris, Munich. Everybody talk about. <laughs> mm. Pop music. Weirdo. <laughs> That song will go down in history. Great song. Great song. So here we are at the end of episode 577. No, it's 156. All right, 156. Yeah. As the sun goes down on Leeberry Studios. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for uh, subscribing. Please tell your friends, tell everybody to listen to Weird. And for, for the love of all that's good, leave us a review. Please leave us a review or just comment something. Thanks for listening. Promo code weird. Help. Darn it.